What's up, everybody? It's Daniel Allison, the average dude, and Jenny Winnie. Welcome to 2023 in our first broadcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm so excited for this year. Jenny, what about you? Oh, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm oh, ready. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now, everybody says that. You know this is a show about being real, right? We're going to keep it real. Are you really ready for 2023? Honestly? Yeah. I guess. Come <laughs> <laughs> on now. You know what? Honestly, 2022 just kind of like morphed on into 2023. And I just. Yeah. Before you know it, it's, uh, you know, we, we lay we lay these calendars over time. But, you know, time is time, right? We just kind of gives us a. But I do think it is. Yeah. Now, through through the year, do you find that your energy kind of ebbs and flows throughout the year? Do you feel like sometimes you feel more creative, let's say, and other times you feel more, do you, does it kind of change with the seasons? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like spring. Yeah. I feel, I feel more creative. I mean, that's just me, though. I mean, you know, I don't know. I think around this time of year, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to start getting up at three o'clock in the morning, I'm going to run 10 miles, I'm going to mm. get groceries. And then yeah. January 15th, they're like, yeah, I think I'm, all, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I read a, I read a post, uh, somebody wrote, it was, uh, he was being sarcastic, but he was talking about all these people just grinding and, and doing all the hard things. And he said he was going to start sleeping in the bathtub to save time. <laughs> and it, Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And then, then he was going to put ice in his bathtub so that he had <laughs> Nice bath, but I don't know. What do you think about all of those big goals? Do you think that's a good idea to create a big, massive goal? Maybe it's an athletic endeavor. You're going to, you know, run through the Sahara Desert. I think that. No uh, water, no water. <laughs> I think, my opinion, I think that like smaller, achievable goals that help you get to that ultimate goal. Otherwise, wow. I feel like you get defeated if you're not there. But if you have little goals that you can celebrate along the way, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. it's like when I used to be a trainer and, and everybody's like, I can't run. I can't run. And I'm yeah. like, you can run, you know? And so we'd start running. I'm like, just make it to that sign. Yeah. Be a block. Right. And then they made it. And I'm like, all right, let's see if we can make it to another sign. You know, just kind of like keep going. That's and right. They're saying, hey, let's, we're going to run out here. We're going to run five miles. Well, then yeah. they're defeated. They're like, I failed. It's overwhelming. They say the best way to eat an elephant, don't they? They it's say one bite at a time. One bite at a time, because that elephant's huge. And if you think I gotta eat that whole elephant, I'm gonna be here all day. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. no, I like that though. You know, it's it's all about small goal. I'll do that sometimes when I'm running. You know, I'll say, okay. I just I just need to make it to that mailbox. That's all I need to do. That's what I used to do. I'd say make it to the mailbox. You know, yeah, little bit, little bit at a time. It's like I remember my brother would Roger, your cousin. Yeah, he'd run behind. Roger. He's like, it's chopping wood, Jenny. Just chop, 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 chop a little bit at a oh. time. I love that. And and the fantastic Laura Louise is running. We'll have to talk to her about that. But I love running with the group of people because oh, yeah. of what that, you know, it's that every, there's something like, you know, it, you feel like you're back to your roots, you know, running with the guys. Yeah. And I, I can't, uh, I can't run uh, alone and I can't run on a treadmill. But I don't think you should run alone. I don't think that's a good idea these days, but, well, but yeah. So well, I, got, I do have a running, another running story. I've got to, I've got to share this. Okay. So this happened yesterday. If you look there, folks, somebody fell down. Come on now. Don't, 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 get, don't do that to me, Jenny. Don't, don't give me that look. 
I was, listen to this. I'm running down Main Street, and right there, lo and behold, it spilled the beans where all the action is, right? And spilled the beans. It was kind of, there was a car coming. I, I dodged the car. I planted my foot in what I didn't know would be kind of like a slimy, mossy, oh, it muddy, yeah, white tennis shoes. Jenny, brand new white running shoes. Of course, that was the least of my worries as I flew through the air. <laughs> I landed on like the curb and, and halfway, cool about it. <laughs> halfway on the road, halfway on the sidewalk. And people were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, my, my pride was the only thing that was hurt really bad. I got up, I finished the run, and I thought to myself, I did want to say this. It, is that a, am I glad that that happened? Am I glad that I fell? I mean, I'm glad that I went on the run. The fall has already happened. You kind of... You know, Amor Afate, are, are you familiar with that? You got to love what happens, no? Yeah, well, you don't have to love everything that happens, no. But it's already happened, and I'm, I'm here now, and so, hey, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, hey, well, I think we need to reach out here and, and say hello here. Let's say hello. Instead of Daniel telling all these stories, let's talk to our peoples. And first of all, Mr. Jonathan Peoples. Oh, I'll go back up. Yeah, let's let's start at the top. John Peoples, thank you for joining us. Is this yes. real? Yes, it is. Welcome to reality, right. sir. We were going to go with two different ways of going, coming back. It was either welcome back, Cotta, you know, well, yeah. and then I was thinking about, you know, um, Eminem, like, guess who's back? You know, either way. It could have gone either way. We could have gone back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What else could we have done? Put in the comments what else we could have started it out with. Hey, you skipped over this fella. Hey, Melissa. Yeah, you keep skipping people. This guy, Onrick Blot. He's actually my new producer. He's going to run the board for me. I'm being replaced. Got it. No, 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 no. You're not being replaced. You're going to do the talking. And Onrick, he's kind of a, <laughs> he's a behind the scenes kind of guy. Onrick, thank you for joining us. And then, of course, Melissa Springer. Hello, Melissa. I like the hello. hello. You know? I like that. Uh -huh. So thank you. Joe's here. Joe. Joe is the man, one of the smarter, one of the smarter fellas you're going to meet. Yep, I'll say. He knows some stuff, wise. And uh, let's see, what else we got here? Oh, oh right here too, though, Jonathan. I did spill the beans. I spilled my my phone, my keys. It was it was just bad. That's when you got to gotta jump up and be like. <laughs> Like you intended it. Oh, there was, it was Jenny. I'm telling you, it was like, I died. It was like, I, died. I mean, it was like, boom. And uh, so that was uh fall down seven, get up eight. I like that, you know? Yep. So, Hey, I like that. we got a LinkedIn user that says, so glad that Jenny went in the average dude is back. And we are too. We're excited about this year. Yeah. We released our first podcast uh, yeah. yesterday. So what we're going to do is, because it's so difficult to go back and watch these lives, we have great people that we talk to. We want to give easy access for the folks that want to go back and watch it. So we'll start releasing a podcast every week, including, so that's from last year, including uh, what you're hearing today. Yeah. So, so it's going to be a lot of fun. There's so much work to do. There's so many things to do. It is. And, and that's, that's one of the things that I want to talk to our guests about because they have something that, that it's called map goals, right? And we're going to accelerate. I need that so much because I'm just like, I told Daniel, 
Well, I'm going to just talk to, I'm going to wait for Laura Louise. Yeah, we're going we're to wait, wait for, for her to guide me because I've talked to you about it enough. I'll talk yeah, to you. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of talking. I want to talk to somebody else. Now, now wait a minute. Is there anything else? What else was going on? Because I said 10 minutes, then we're going to bring Laura Louise in. Anything you I got? I got surgery on my thumb. <gasps> thumb surgery? Well, that could be worse. <laughs> no. It could be, but let, let's just don't discount it. Okay. Okay. All right. No, no let me validate your thumb situation. It hurt. I get the stitches out today. Makes nice. me really happy. Yes. Also, I'd like to say that, you know, general anesthesia, I, I'm a I'm a light sleeper. So if you rip like a little patch off of me monitoring my heart, I'm going to sit straight up and be like, hey. Yeah, like, got your attention. They said, lay down. <laughs> I said, I'm late. And they're like, good, lay down. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're better. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Have, have you? What happened to your thumb? Jonathan wants to know. I've, I've got the Arthur, the arthritis. And it, oh, goodness. and it started leaking some kind of fluid and it filled up into a cyst that hurt so bad. And I finally went and the doctor's like, he's like, you need to cut that out. And I was like, yeah, I want you to cut it out. And he did. And I'm telling you, you wouldn't think it would leave a lot of stitches. It had to be seven stitches. Woo. So yeah. I'm just wow. saying. Jenny, we're so glad that you survived that situation. I know. It was I survived my us. fall. You survived the thumb thing. And boom, we're here. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, look, look, look here. I like, I like what Joe says. He says, uh, Enric, American proverb, fall down, complain, and claim illness and don't get up. Amen. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's pretty, pretty I rude. I fall say. down to claim mental illness. <laughs> so I do want to go ahead and introduce our guest today. So glad we have a great guest too, because it's so much yeah. fun to bring somebody in, meet somebody, talk to someone. So we, we've known Laurel Louise Blot. I've known of her right through Onric. I've got a little time to spend in in the crushing it boot camp that Laura Louise and, and Onric do together. But but I didn't get to really ask many questions. So I'm so glad to welcome to the to the broadcast Laura Louise. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy New Year. Absolutely. Yeah, and we finally got this worked out. You know, we we tried a couple of times last year. And uh, had a chance to chat with Enric, and that was that was great. Yeah. But now, but now it's worked out. First show of the year, too. Oh, yeah. Awesome! I love that. It was I great. know. I love being the first. <laughs> so what what has you excited about 2023? I, I I know there's a lot going on in your life. You've done a lot in your career. What are you excited about in 2023, Laurel Louise? You know, I, honestly, just taking everything to the next level. I mean, we do a lot of, uh, you know, planning, but I just love our business. I love our clients and I love working with people and really expanding that, tenfolding it, really. This is my tenfold year. So um, I like it. I'm busting out. And um, yeah, so, you know, it's really about getting uh, our, you know, magnum um, lifestyle you know, really introduced to everyone and helping people really take their business to the next level, because I think we're in a tough time. You know, people are stressed more. I hear this from everyone all over the world. We work with people everywhere and they say there's like this pressure sitting on them. It's like it's and, sitting on your chest, honestly. Exactly. It, and everyone says that, Jenny, exactly right. all the time. It's like I live in that stress. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we've really studied this for the last 30 years, how you get to a place where you're inspired, where you're fulfilled, where you're joyful. 
and you're killing it at business, you're killing it in your personal life, um, you know, and you step into each day really uh, with intention and, you know, feeling just exhilarated by your own life and excited about the future. So many- think, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's a great point. I, I think that for me, I know that when I'm when I feel fulfilled, it's not when I'm slowing down. It's when I'm doing more. Right. I mean, when I am trying my best at whether, you know, in, in all areas, right, in physical yeah. and spiritual and financial, whatever the case might be, when I really feel like I've gone all in. And I will say, Grant, I know y'all listen to Grant Cardone some. Grant, yeah. Grant, Grant is about all about being all in. I mean, somebody that really and I learned that from him and listening to him. You feel good after you put in a fool's day's work, right? I mean, and just just doing more. It's like we were talking about running earlier. You're just doing a little bit more, right, Laurel Louise? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I like I think when you're in something, you can be frustrated, you don't feel fulfilled, you feel like it's painful. I mean, doing anything hard is painful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. all the fulfillment is right on the other side of the hard mountain, on the uncomfortable, on the painful. I, I, when I go to sleep knowing that I've like crushed it in a day that I've done, you know, and we're doing a couple of challenges right now for our clients, but we're, we also like, we're playing full out. We're doing challenges with ourselves right now to really change the game for ourselves because we don't, we want to play hard. Yeah. Hardball is a thing, you know, it's a thing that takes you everywhere you want to go and it fills you up simultaneously. And most people just get it wrong. They think, oh, you know, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not going to push myself. I'm going to see where this goes. I'm going to take one day at a time. It's total losing strategy. I mean, I hate to say that. It's very controversial. But one day at a time is a losing strategy Mm -hmm. in any situation, really. Well, do you think, though, that like, um, and like with crushing it, that you can have too many endeavors? You know what I mean? It's like, I've got so many different irons, you know, in the fire that it's like, you need to focus on one and just go that route or not you, Daniel. I'm not talking about me and you. Daniel's like, yes. Well, you need to I, I hope she said the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I, th- I believe in the power of three. And um, I really think the trifecta is the three big bodacious goals. And I would, and I always say big because people play so small all the time and they're like, well, I'm going to start small and grow small will never inspire anybody. Ask a child. Do they want something little? Oh, they get really inspired. And what do they do? They have this unbelievable determination to get the things they want. Yeah. And they don't think, oh, am I going to offend someone or is it too much? But they're like, I'm getting the thing I want, you know? Yes. So, I've right? got a question for you. I've got a question, Laurelise. How do you think big? So you, you've had a successful career. And so your big and my big might be different things. How does anyone think bigger? Yes. So I think everyone's big is different, by the way. And I don't think it has to do with how sick, because you could be incredibly successful in your family life. Right. You can be incredibly successful in your spiritual life. You can be incredibly successful in building your business, even if you're not super wealthy, right? So yeah. success is so different for everyone. But I think the big things are the things that when you're in a run and you have this vision of what your life should look like, you're not visualizing, 
you know, oh, I hope I take off those two pounds that I put on during Christmas. Like, that's not your big, <laughs> you're learning, you know, you're like, I want to do so great that Oprah wants to meet me. You know? yeah. Yeah. When you're in that space and that, like, I think we need to honor that part of ourselves that part that has this inspiration, that has this vision. And so everything that I do starts with visualization, you know, yes. vision that you have because a vision, and I don't say a dream because a dream is what most of us do when we're sleeping and then we wake up and most of us can't remember the whole thing. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who, especially men who don't remember any of their dreams. I no. won't say names, Onrik. <laughs> Come on, Onrik. <laughs> we remember ours because we wake up and we're like, you know what you did. <laughs> well, that might have been a nightmare. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like that vision mm -hmm. is where my big starts, and that's where everyone's big starts. And so when we're, I agree. Yes. Okay. But painting that picture, somebody was telling me yesterday. I'm not going to mention their name just in case, but they they're they're they've had a big speech coming up, you know, and 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 I. I gave my first kind of bigger speech last year. And so I had a little bit of experience with it, but I think it's so important to your point, Laurel Louise, to think about visualizing yourself and what kind of speech do you want to give? Like if I was an actor and I was giving a speech and I was supposed to be like some great speaker, what would I be doing? How would I be moving, thinking, talking, acting, sounding? I think that's such a big deal. Cause if you can see it, I don't know, maybe you have a chance, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I think, um, most people that are really successful when they get to that really successful place in their life, um, they show up prepared because they've gone through it so many times in their own mind, you know? Yes, that's right. Jenny, and did you have a question there? I did. Cause I was, when y'all were saying vision and everything, I was yeah. thinking, so let's just say that, do you think that some of us are, I'm sure it is, but we see a vision and you see it and it's just, we're like, okay, it's just, we defeat ourselves before we even start. Because I, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, yeah, it's just too big or whatever to ever get there. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you do to just keep moving along towards that? Okay. So the thing after vision is, um, is really, uh, you know, getting a focus around it. Mm -hmm. taking your vision and then bringing it into focus. And it's like kind of like a camera, you know, you could take a picture and some of the stuff in the background is blurry. What is it you want to like hone in on and focus on? Because, you know, where, you know, wherever you focus, that's, you know, where you're going to start to manifest. Mm -hmm. So like we all have these really big visions and some, you know, people see themselves driving a Bugatti down the street, whatever. Like that's a harder thing because that's more like a dream. You that need is. a pathway to that power. It's not like you can't have that, but you got to have a way to get there. So mm -hmm. like taking that vision and then focus on what you might need to do to get that vision, right? Mm -hmm. so, like putting that down. And like, I'm a total, like I have these yellow pads here. Like I have them everywhere. Yeah, I and love it. Me too. <laughs> hundreds of them to the point where my husband thinks we should own a, a yellow pad. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great business, mom. <laughs> and, um, and, and I'm very tactile because I know that when you write something with the human hand, it actually has like 80% more traction than typing. Mm -hmm. it, except for very few people. So I write a lot of things and I, transpire, I transpose them into 
um, you know, a digital document, the transposition of your notes also is solidifying that again. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, I, we do a big data dump. We'll data dump all of our thought processes of, you know, what our vision looks like, what we really want, big bodacious goals, like nothing little. I don't want little stuff. Like, you know, getting your taxes done should not be on that freaking list. Okay. okay. We, we have another area for that. We call that. The I'm scratching that off my list right now. <laughs> well, it's not that you don't have to do it, but it shouldn't be part of your big bodacious goals. We call it yeah. Yeah. The, the rabbit hole. That's what we call the rabbit hole. The stuff you've got to do, right. but it's never going to light you up, fulfill you. And we yeah. all have that stuff, but we can't, yeah. we can't kind of soft serve ourselves. That's my own expression. So if you don't understand it, it's like, you know, we, we go, oh, I got to do my, oh, I did my taxes this week. You know, it's not really a goal. It's not. Yeah, really that's not a goal. That's a necessity. You right. got now, it does feel good to be productive and to get things done. Kind of what we were talking about earlier, but what we're that's talking about here is big. Goal. Dreaming big, thinking big, elevating the energy so that we can actually get there. You know, I mean, shoot for the stars. Even if you miss, you're still way higher. Is it, like, is it like, here's your vision. And if I'm hearing correctly, then it is like setting small goals to get to that. Like you said, it's a pathway because you can't just go from A to Z. With, yeah. Is that right? Like, so it's like, you know, ultimately you want this, but well, I'm going to get this and this yeah. and that. I don't talk about productivity because I think it's the big lie, actually. Okay. Um, people distract themselves being what they call productive while not actually working on their life's mission, their dream, their purpose, what I call manifestiny. That's when you're manifesting your destiny. Um, okay. And so, you know, I, and we all do it, by the way. I'm totally guilty of it. I'll be like cleaning my desk and I look at my clean desk and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, look at me. Great thing. But. <laughs> The only thing that happened is my desk is clean. And honestly, other than in that moment, about it, nobody else gives a rat's butt about it. And it has no impact on the world. And it certainly has no impact on my goals, my dreams and getting, you know, what we also call my magnum opus, my, my life's work, right? My great life's work. So, yeah. so I would say, yes, we have to be careful. So when, if I need to clean my desk, that goes into the rabbit hole. That's yeah. the rabbit hole. And I schedule my rabbit hole every day. Yeah. You've got to schedule it, you know, and so if you really want to get your goals for the year, your three big bodacious goals, you've got to have a strategy. Mm -hmm. You've got to have, and you know, I, you talked about um, goals and how sometimes like they're so big, they're so overwhelming. Yeah. You chunk that down. And so I don't, I, t I talk about the three big bodacious goals and there'll always be three. And I try not to overwhelm. Sometimes I'll do three in my personal life, three in my business life, right? Because I like synergy and balance and life and business on your terms is literally my life's philosophy. Yeah. Um, but beyond three, it just gets to overwhelm. And you just don't want to be living in overwhelm for a year because you're going to feel like a huge failure and you're probably going to not achieve your goals. So in your mind's eye, you're going to be a huge failure, right? Um, but I like the word, um, your targets as mm -hmm. opposed to goals. Yeah, that's good. I, I like to achieve certain targets each day. And then I have like a target map for the week. Um, and that's my three to thrive. Yeah. So you've got your three big bodacious goals. And then in those goals, you have your three to thrive. And those you are working on your big bodacious goals yeah. by some little target. And it can be little. I mean, little, you can do 1%, you can do a half a percent. You're still going to be like, 
light years ahead of the competition. You're going to be light years ahead of what you thought you could do. Mm -hmm. um, but your three to thrive is taking basically one small target for each of your, you know, three big bodacious goals and doing it each day. Do you yeah. set that target? Do you give it a deadline? Oh yeah. Um, pretty much. Well, three to thrive is you must do three things a day unless, you know, something really gets in the way. I don't mean like, you know, you took a phone call that was two hours too long or something, but like if you, your day gets like totally thrown off course, um, then we have what we call the, you know, the one, the one thing you must do. Um, so the three to thrive though, you should be able to get done in the worst case scenario in like an hour and a half. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. So, you know, what we, we be scheduled and I'd love to be able to show you, but today's big lift is like the one thing, if you do nothing else, yeah. then you can go to sleep at night. Even if your whole day gets, you know, totally thrown off the tracks that you can go to sleep at night going, you know what? At least I got my one big lift. My whole strategy is get a win. Win the day, right? Win the day. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, amen to that one. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately, yeah. that if we if we if we approach it on a day to day basis, I like that. Having three targets per day, that's going to move the ball. Target that's going to move the move the needle, right? But don't confuse that because she said it's not one day at a time. No. It's just your targets of the day. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but as a general rule, keeping the energy up, right? Right. Keeping the energy up daily. Um, well, it, it is three targets. It's so let me just reverse a little. So you have like three big bodacious goals and you lay them out and you should do that every month, you know, that so that you're doing it. Um, and just to like do the year, like you start with your three big bodacious goals for the year. The year. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then what we like to do is cut, yeah. it, cut it in half. Okay. Because I don't know about you guys, but like a lot of times I'll have these like really big goals and I'll be like, you know, I got time. <laughs> I agree. Nine more months. <laughs> you just stuff time into it. Oh God. Yes. I, I'm the world's worst at that. Get it done. Get it done. How it quick done. can I get it done? Yeah. Yes. You, you are not alone. I think that's why, that's why New Year's resolutions don't work. And earlier you were talking about how like by January 15th, most people are like, okay, I'm good. Let me go back to something. TV. That was hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that um, actually factually 70% of all resolutions are failed within the first month and 95% are failed within the second month of the year. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of, you know, resolutions, but I yeah. You know, but I am a fan of making your three big bodacious goals, cutting your time in half, and then having a strategy. And that's what, you know, planning your magnum opus is a course that we teach. Um, and then I designed, you know, the magnum planner. And that's what the magnum planner is. It's your three big, it's, it's weekly planning. It's your three big bodacious goals. And then you break it down each day. You have your big, your big lift. And then yeah. you have, for each of your big bodacious goals, you have three things that you want to do. But one of those things you have to check off as a three to thrive. Mm. So that even though you have three things to do, one of those things must be done. It's like a must do. And that I think that accountability, you know, mm. um, of knowing that you have to do it. And those are your targets. Those are, you know, those three to thrive are your, your targets that are moving you forward. And it's like, what if you're moving forward every day, and I'll tell you, I've been reading every day, 
And so now my challenge uh, for 75 days, I have to read. 75 know, hard. Yeah, we're doing 75 hard, right? So not a lot. impressive. Um, that's not easy. I, no, it is not easy, but that's why we're doing it because right. I have no desire to do anything easy. It will not yeah. be nor will it press anyone else, but mm -hmm. more importantly, it won't train my mindset to know that when I say jump, we jump, meaning right. me, myself, and I. And if I can't get myself to do it, how the heck can I get anybody else to, to do it? I agree. It's yeah. like, you know. now this planner that you ha you're talking about, is that something that's just offered with doing the boot camp, or is it something you can just go on your site and look at? So we or, um, or whatever designed it first for ourselves, which is literally studying and working because we're total planner people. Yes, uh, working on it for you know two decades, um, working with everyone's. I've worked with everyone's planner. I have a hundred of them, and when I decided that like none of them were quite right, um, and we you know, we really want people to be focused on life and business yeah. on your terms, not compartmentalized, not, you know, in some kind of, you know, putting your business here, putting your life. Listen, this is our life. It's, it's one big picture. It's not like this and this. Yeah. It all, well, people are like, oh, my personal life is good, but my business yeah, no. life isn't or vice versa. Like you need to live in this holistic harmony. And I don't mean right. people use the word holistic wrong. It's like the whole. Your life is a whole, right? And that is your great work. Your life is your great work. And that's yes. why we name the Magnum Vault because Magnum is about great. It's about your the great vault. And inside of it, we have Magnum Health, Magnum Wealth, Magnum Nation, which is our family, our friends, our colleagues, our peers, our associates, um, you know, and and Magnum Mindset, which is really the most important thing because mm -hmm. it drives everything else in our lives. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Now, now how do y'all, we've got all these things. When I keep the promises that I make to myself, right? If I say that I'm going to do something and then I do it, Jenny, how does that make you feel when you keep the promises you make to yourself? Does that, is that, oh, I feel great. If you say, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to go run and then you go do it, how do you feel? Listen. I, I, feel, I feel, I love, and I make myself do it. If I say I'm going to do something, I don't care. I make myself. But it's like, also, I'm like, if you don't do it, just think how you're going to, the internal dialogue I have. Cause you know, when you say, Oh, I'm getting up at five in the morning. Well, when five comes around and, and I'm like, my internal dialogue, as I want to go back to sleep says, you know what you're going to say to yourself later? You just couldn't do it. You said you were going to. So anyway, yeah. I make myself do it. Big deal. I think it's a big deal keeping those promises that we make to ourselves. And I also think it's a big deal to be around people that kind of push our buttons in a certain kind of way. Right. I mean, I think it's important to be around people that challenge us that are running faster, that are doing things maybe that we're not doing. that kind of gives us that uncomfortable feeling because then it says, Hey, I need to commit to doing this too, because yeah. I'm a human being. I can do it too. Right. Yeah, but it's not always easy to be around people that are playing, playing big. Right? I think putting yourself in the room makes you rise just being there, honestly. Um, yes. Yourself in a room with, with high super achievers, people that are, you know, really getting results, people that hold themselves to a high standard because the company you keep, you know, is really who you are. Yeah. So like every mother's told you this. Look at the five people you spend the most time with, and I'll tell you who you are because 
you become the average of the five people you spend the most time Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll tell y'all a quick story. I was in Toastmasters and there was a gentleman named Will May. And Will May is a fantastic speaker here in the area. And so a Toastmasters contest was coming up. I had just joined Toastmasters, didn't plan on joining the contest. I thought, what's the point, right? So the, the top speaker guy, his name's Will May. Will, if you're out there, he says, he said, that, he said I'm going to be in the contest and I challenge Daniel Allison to be in the contest too. And what am I supposed to say? This is everybody's in the room. This is back in the day when we had a, a full room. <laughs> and uh, I said, I mean, what can I say? I said, okay. But I knew right then, I'm not going to win this race if I give the speeches that I've been given, right? I yeah. mean, I knew right away. And so my mind, talking about visualization, it went to, Daniel, how can you win this? How the, the only way you can beat this man is if you come up with something you know, new for the week. <laughs> you know? Such but, a great point. Ask yourself yeah. a better question. I tell all my clients, the greatest piece of kit on the planet is the thing between your ears. And we use like, most people use like 5% of it. Yeah. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's being generous, Laura Louise. <laughs> <laughs> the super achievers are using about 13 yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know, none of us are really tapping into the true genius that we have. But we always think about stepping into your zone of genius and really, you know, holding yourself to that standard. When you walk into a room with a guy who's a total winner, you you know, you bring your A game and you're best you crawl out of there and just on hold, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Yes. I love well, that. I'm going to bring up some of these comments. Thank y'all for the comments. I'm gonna, uh, this is going to kind of help us segue into okay. some other things I want to talk about. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So, so Laurel Louise is the crush part of the crushing it. <laughs> Her tag team of honor and Laurel Louise. Such an honor. And she knows all the best. Absolutely. And I agree. They've got a fantastic one-two punch between those two. I'm going to have to agree with Mr. Onrick here. Wow. Daniel is the thorn <laughs> between two beautiful roses. Hey, it's a tough job, Onrick. <laughs> Listen, if you need some pointers, you know where to find me, Henrik. <laughs> to the lucky dude. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like it. And I, I don't know Garrick, but uh, he says awesome. And I, I agree. It's a it's a fun time here today, Garrick. So, uh, what else How do we have? How often do y'all do your um your boot camp? How often uh, is that done? So, I mean, we've only done one. Okay. We're doing our second one next week, which, um, you know, is from the 12th to the 14th. It's not something we do a lot because, you know, honestly, it's very reasonable. The only reason we charge anything for it is because we want to make sure that people are accountable to themselves. And when people enroll in themselves and, you know, I think it's $147 for three full days to change your life and your business and really unfold yeah. your business over the next year. Um, but it is something that we've, we just love doing because it's just, it's great for us to kind of put together a little concise um, rule, you know, guide to yeah. take things to the next level, to really, um, you know, help people to step into their authentic voice, to step into their zone of genius, to really supercharge their business with the things that light them up. And so many people, you know, especially, um, entrepreneurs that have been or founders that have been running a business um, for many years, they kind of get a little exhausted by it and they like they've lost some of their passion or they know they need to pivot and they're not sure how to do it. Or, you know, they're coming into a new era, a digital era where if you're yes. not reaching people this way, 
the, a lot of the other ways have been become much more challenging, mm-hmm. much more expensive. The barriers to entry just through, you know, traveling through countries or getting on a plane or, you know, hoping that your plane arrives and finding a hotel and all these things, barriers of entry are so much harder to get in a, a physical room that, you know, getting into a room like this creates true community, true camaraderie. Yeah. And, um, and it's very interactive. So we love it because we get to work with a lot of people at yeah. once. You know, we're, we're not sitting there just teaching. We're helping people to, in, you know, really take this knowledge and put it, use it instantly in their business so they can get traction right away. Um, and, you know, you guys know this. I mean, like we were talking earlier, a lot of people are stressed because, you know, so many things changed over the last couple of years. The way we do business, the way we reach people, a lot of companies have gone out of business and a lot of, of uh, profitability has gone down. Yes. We really want to bring this so that people can, you know, take back the, the reins of their life and their business and really make this the year that, you know, they get the things that they always envisioned. Yeah. People start a business and they go, I was like, she's in my head. It's like she she knows what I'm thinking. Like, yes, I am. I I am going to put up some of these comments because they're they're hilarious today. But (laughs) I want to I want to mention I want to mention something too that I just think is awesome. Y'all talk about your zone of genius, right? These folks that are really super talented, intelligent people in their kind of niche thing. But what if you really want to go exponential? You really want to put that multiplier on it? doing what they've done, which Laura Louise, I heard you mention this, but doing things like lives, getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, th- you know, so you have talented people that are doing things that they normally don't do. That's when you're in, that's when you're in the, the, the deal, right? <laughs> Tuesday, I said, I said, Daniel, I said, you know what? I feel like if I were, if I could do this or this and just really, I said, it would sky's the limit, you know, and you were yes. like, you know, and it's like, but then you just kind of, I come back down to the, down to the, <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen though, Jenny? We know what the goals are. I love that, Jenny, because like that is what happens to like 99.999% of the people and they come down and like, wait a minute, why do I have to come down? Why don't I strategize this? Why don't I make this one of my three big bodacious goals? Why don't I break it down? Why don't I get a three to thrive around this? Why don't I do baby steps every day? Something little. Don't like everyone's so overwhelmed by the elephant in the room, right? I think it's fear. Mine is fear of the unknown or fear of, you know, it's like, especially like you said, things have changed in the past couple of years. So what we got comfortable with, and it's like, is that that fear of, okay, if I change and go in this direction, even though my gut and, and my mind says, this is it, this is, I know this is a winner. Yeah. But part of me goes, oh man, I hate to, I hate to put it out there. And then it's not a winner. If you go Everything is fear. Frustration is fear. You know, anxiety is fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, depression is fear. Yeah. Everything that we that holds us back is fear. I mean, it has a million different names, but it all breaks down to fear. And everything you want is on the other side of uncomfortable. Everything. Yeah. I yeah. promise you that. And yeah. so when people and a lot of people like you, you've been doing something for a long time. You know, you're good at it. You know, you have a zone of excellence, we call it, right? I can do this forever and I'm going to be good. I'm going to serve people. People are going to be happy with me. I'm going to serve hard, sell easy, the whole nine yards. Yeah. However, you never step into your joy, your fulfillment, your, you know, manifesting. 
And I'll yes. use that word because, and you're not getting life and business on your terms. Your terms are in the zone of genius. The zone of genius is on the other side of that uncomfortable mountain, the other side of the fear mountain, the other side of the painful mountain. Anything that you want is on the other side of that. And the big, the big lie is that most people are told, well, you know, do what you feel comfortable. You look great. Yes. You need to work out. You didn't do your run. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Have something. You're in great shape. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, your business is wonderful. People love you. And we soft serve ourselves into our our own lack of fulfillment. Yeah. We soft serve ourselves into that mediocrity that most of the world lives in. And frankly, they're so comfortable in it. They want you to be in it too, because they don't want you to be in your zone of genius if they're not. Because then it makes them feel even worse. I mean, yeah. it sounds terrible, but this is the life we live in, right? It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's why getting in that room with those super achievers, those people who know how to get to the zone of genius, the people who are saying, I need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I have this expression, if I can't, then I must. I've been saying this for 20 years. Maybe if I can't, then I must. If I can't, then I must. Yeah. So I like the words can't hardly ever come out of my mouth because I know I'm setting myself up for something that I'm absolutely going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, I can't. Here it comes. I know. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I've just gotten to the point where I'll be like, of course I can. Um, the the uh, the I think it started with Marines, but the army has this um, saying that they'll do to a lot of their new recruits and they'll make them do something. And is that they'll be like, is that too hard? And they'll be like, too easy, sir, too easy. Yes, I like I it. literally say it. I'm like, if something's really hard, I'm like too easy. Go. Yeah, I, wish it was I wish it was raining. I wish it was colder. Right. Yeah. I it's love that. Amazing. Okay. Now, but it's mindset. That's why mindset is so critical. That's why, you know, like when we say vision focus, the third one is decision. You've got to decide, you know, incision is when you cut into, right? Yes. Decision is when you cut out any other option people do not use that word properly just like they don't use resolution properly because they're obviously not that not resolute <laughs> <laughs> they gave it up after 15 days they're they like words that sound good but we have no intention of honoring what yeah, they're like maybe <laughs> oh no I, let me say this about getting uncomfortable Sometimes getting around those five people that you're the average of, that's uncomfortable. I think that's something that we miss sometimes because again, what we were talking about earlier, it makes us uncomfortable to see people pushing hard or being successful, but those are the people we need to be around, right? So yes. we feel like it's imposter syndrome and imposter syndrome is another, um, you know, form of fear. It's, <laughs> just, it's another word for fear. That's what it is. Nobody's an imposter. You know, you can do the things that are on your heart that you're in your soul, that when you're running or in your vision, you kind of honor that stuff. You got to pull it out and stop, you know, pretending it's your pipe dream. That's your calling. You know, um, I, I, I really do believe, and I'm a person of great faith, but I really do believe when I think about something, it's God telling me I've got to do it. And if it keeps coming up, it's like, hey, hello. I think it's something speaking to you and, and it's almost like this built-in commitment. Like when I hear, when I feel myself doubt myself, I must not do that. I must hold my head higher, breathe deeper and go. Let's roll. Right. Oh, dang. I got to put this up real quick because I think it's good. Onrick, I think has said, I think he said this when we talked to him. If you don't have five good people, make one a good book and make the other God. There you go. Yeah. Don't just accept two extras just because you're like, well, I need five. Well, that's the beauty of social media. We are able to gain proximity to people 
I mean, and 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 see the way that they are handling themselves, the way that they're doing. And, and I think that is that's what I liked about Laurel Louise and Onrick. It's like, hey, I've got I've got eyes on success. Let's see how Onrick and, and Laurel Louise do this whole live thing. What I found is that they're doing really good. at. <laughs> Jim, go I got a question, Daniel. Yeah, go for it. That's what this means in case you forgot 2020. <laughs> yeah, I was talking. Quit interrupting with your little sign. There you go. <laughs> but uh, now see you made me mad. I forgot. Oh, we'll we'll talk later. Okay. Laura Louise, so you know, you you've got to put yourself in with these people. You gotta put yourself in the room. I got a question. How do you get in the room? Okay, so I mean, like, listen, there's a lot of different ways to get in the room. As Onrick says, if you look around you, and most people do, by the way, most people think their room is you know, their, their family or their parents. And unfortunately, as much as we love them and love on them and yeah. you know, we're, not, we're not replacing them in any way, shape or form, they're not probably going to be the people that are going to fill you up in this area because they're the people who are going to say, you know, you're doing great. They're, they're being kind to you. And, and a lot of people who are really in close proximity, you might not understand your dream. Right. So that might be when your personal life, I think of more so. But I'm, you know what I mean? I'm thinking business. Your peers. I mean, I find like even, you know, your colleagues, your peers, your, um, your competitors, these people are not incentivized for you to do that much better. Uh, but, you know, well, I mean, certainly your colleagues that work for you are, but the problem is they're looking to you for leadership. If you're constantly kind of going to them and saying, Hey, you know, what do you, what do you think about this? Or I'm not really sure what to do. Um, that's, they're looking to you to lead. So you need to go a level up, you yes. need to level up on this. And so like what, what I do, and um, we travel all the time, we've lived all over the world. Um, and a lot of times the, my direct proximity is not to anybody who's going to level me up. So I'm always getting into a room through, um, you know, through doing masterminds, through yes. going to boot camps like the one we're doing next week. It gets you in a room with a group of great people. My clients that are working in our, our Magnum Accelerator uh, program right now have all become massive friends and they're all pitching and catching with each other. The problem is most people don't have anyone to pitch and catch with, right? And you know when you go to like you know uh, the Crushing It Life and Business on Your Terms boot camp, well, you're in there pitching and catching with people who are like-minded. They want more. They are ready to go to the next level. So like for Anrik and I, I mean, we've been in mastermind with uh, Tony Robbins. I mean, I've known Tony since 1988. Oh, wow. I'm freaking old. I know. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're you're old, old. But, but, you know, that's when I first met him. I know him and his wife, Sage. Anrik and I have done, you know, the platinum programs with him. How is that? What is that experience like? I've never. It, it, I mean, honestly, you know, Tony's great. Uh, Grant is great. Um, all these guys are bringing great mindset to the table. They are helping you lift yourself and they're giving you strategies to take your life to the next level. Um, what separates successful people, Laurel Louise? Is there something that you've seen? You, you've been around. I, I guess we'll include Onrick in this, but no, you've been around a lot of successful people. What is it that stands out in your mind of, as far as, hey, this is the differentiator. We're all human beings. We're all pretty equal in, in a lot of ways. What is it that the game changer qualities that you see? Consistent action towards your goal, period. The full stop. It's not. Yeah. It's just consistent action towards your goal. And that's why we created the Magnum Planner. 
because yeah. it's about every day, you just get your three to thrive every freaking day. You will be living a different life by this time next year. I would guarantee that. The planner just sounds so, every time so you hear it, I'm like, where do I you know everyone wants it. <laughs> you get that again? Quit saying it. I want to. <laughs> I do a course on it in the boot camp next week because you know you can't actually get um, you know the full dearth of it if you're just like get the planner. You just get the planner. I know. Yeah, and you I, 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 the philosophy behind it. So I love teaching that. We do that in the boot camp for my clients. I mean, I make them use it. We go through it. I, you know, we have a whole milestone on how yes. to life and business on your terms, how to plan getting your three bodacious goals, how to cut that timeline in half. I mean, we work on that. Um, but there's a lot of other things. It's like stepping into your true authenticity, your identity, the person you know you are. And, you know, Jenny, you are so not alone saying like, I'm, I'm afraid to walk into that. I'm afraid of how I'm going to be perceived. I'm afraid to do something that's out of my valley wag. Right. I mean, yeah. I come from the finance world and a lot of people in finance really got a hit in 2008. Yeah. It didn't show up until like 2012, 2013. And then just when they're getting their sea legs again, we got COVID. I so know. a lot of people are feeling like, I want to pivot. I want to do something a little different. Or, you know what? My marketing, you know, methodology that worked, you know, 15 years ago. Freaking it doesn't work now anymore. No, it's not even close. Actually, the marketing strategies you had three years ago don't work anymore. Nope. And so, <laughs> you know, that's really just getting in the room to learn that kind of stuff with people who are, you know, generating ideas, who are giving, who are serving. And our community gives and serves. And that's what I love about it. my clients give and serve to each other. And I love that too. And that's, that's like being in the room with Tony. I mean, but now, you know, if you want to go to a boot camp with Tony, which is amazing. I mean, I love Tony. Yeah. Um, honestly, like I, I've probably spent more time with Tony listening to his voice than any other man other than my husband and my father. <laughs> that is well, he's got some great stuff. He's a smart, he does. smart And I mean, I did send my ex-husband to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> We were big fans. We were big fans. He bought the coals and then I should have just buried him in the Like a lot of our community doesn't go to those kind of things because they're so massive now. They're so big and they're very broad. And so we're a lot more focused on a very niche group of people. I think that's that's ideal because then you feel like you're getting that direct person you know, not, and hey i don't know y'all's right y'all gonna have a big group at some point here i see that oh, coming no, I, because corner. i want to go i'm yeah. just saying i want to go you but, should go i know you well, love is, it i, I love know. having of course of course andre's gonna be busy running the board for us too so i don't know if he's gonna have time to do all the magnum balls uh, andre is a freaking machine he's a rock star he's so he, brilliant at so many things honestly that's the truth i mean let, let, let me say this sorry uh, go ahead, Jenny. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, is it an all? So it's all day, Friday, all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday, all day. Uh, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it starts at eleven. And it's about five or six hours, you know, um, depending on the day. Uh, we also have some extra things at the end of the day where we'll have. Um, we'll, we'll invite you to have cocktails with us, which will be mocktails for us because we're doing seventy-five hard, but. Uh, at our bar in Maritain, which is Anrek and my favorite bar in Monaco at the Hotel de Paris. So we invite you into that. We also oh, that sounds cool, don't it? I, mean, I want to go there. It just sounds cool. It is cool. It is cool. <laughs> I have a cocktail here in uh, Monaco, Shelby. 
You'll be there. You'll be transported there. I'll tell you what we've created is so amazing. And Anarch is the genius behind that. So I say we as a company created it, but Anarch is um, just brilliant at doing these things. Yeah. You know, creating these environments where when we're in a coffee shop, we're like having coffee. We feel like we're in our coffee shop. Yeah. We're bar American, we feel like we're in the bar having our cocktails together. Yeah. We have a fireside chat area where we can sit together and have fireside chat because we oh, great. these amazing experiences. And like you said, Jenny, we want to be one-on-one. -on -one. We want yes. to feel, yes. um, and it's so hard to get access to people that are teaching when they're teaching, you know, tens of thousands of people. Yeah, because then it's just like, you're one of the masses and it's just, you know. And, and we love the connection. Yeah. And, and my thing is that I, I'm, see, I'm out of town. See, in my mind, I'm trying to figure out how do you get back in town in time to do it? But I don't, you know, yeah. I mean, so let me, let me bring this up. You must. If you can't, then you must, Jenny. Jenny Winnie, this is your opportunity. <laughs> we need a decision. Let's you hard close them. No. That is good. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I can't. About. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry I, is it maybe I need one of those question mark things that Jeannie's no, got. No, no, no. Well, when you put two of you know, we've got me and Laura Louise, we're talking. I know, y'all. I love it. I love I love the energy. Let me ask you this. So you were talking about success and it, it being somebody that's just working on the goal day after day. It made me think about a great movie, The Shawshank Redemption, right? Every day he was, I forget the character's name, but he's in his cell. He's got that little spoon and he's scratching away at that, at that concrete cell. Andy. He, yes. Andy. He doesn't want to be in that concrete cell anymore. He wants to be in the paradise outside. So every day, now he's doing things during the day, but every day he's going to pull that spoon out and scratch at the concrete, you know? And, and that's what I, I see in this, this continued iteration, iterate, 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 get it done, get outside and put your hands in there. Let's see. For those that can sign up, it, if right now, for those okay, that what he said, up, he's for those that can't sign up, if it yeah. can be videoed to catch up at I a later like. date, I would be all in. Is that even something you and Onrick are thinking yeah, about? Don't do that for the boot camp because, like I said, the boot camp is so jam packed. Yeah, so much. I mean, to spend three days with us in that kind of time would be, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to spend yeah. three days with us that way. So if we just gave that away to people, that's true. It would be difficult. People and you lose the, the, you lose the field maybe of it too. You do. Yeah. But people who enroll in our course, when we're doing milestones and working with them, we record everything so they can watch everything later. So um, people who are working with us as clients after a boot camp, um, you know, they'll have that opportunity. They can go back. And a lot of our people, even, even when they show up to things, they want to watch it again later because, you know, I'm from New York. I talk a little fast. Some people say, <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah well, no, you're good. You have a little New Yorker in you. I think <laughs> I do. I have a lot of New Yorker in me. Everybody to be honest, do that. But we really, it's really about the immersion. It's really about total immersion. Because yeah. you're immersed in a moment and you enroll in yourself and you engage in something for yourself. I and mean, we're all so busy giving out to the world. We're all so busy doing stuff. And a lot of stuff is actually not important stuff. It's just like, you need to do this for your children. You need to do this for your neighbor. You need to do this. And we don't actually take the time to do what's the most important thing, the thing that's on our heart, the thing that's going to give us joy, the things to light us up, the thing that is going to create abundance in every area of our lives to share with our family, our friends, our colleagues, our co-workers, our employees, 
to give to the world, to the areas that you want to serve in. And we all have those, you know, I'm, I'm very philanthropic. I love my philanthropic endeavors. And, you know, if you don't fill yourself up, you're bringing, a, you know, an empty, an empty glass to your, to your propositions. And you're going to not have the kind of results you're looking for in any area of your life. So yeah. I think that's so critical is investing and enrolling in yourself. It's the get, it is literally the best investment you can make. Yep. And you're so, I have to bring this up because I'm just going to agree with Onrick. Tell her to get it printed. That planner, that planner we were just discussing. <laughs> Jenny's ready to buy it. She's ready to send you I'm like, where do I get the planner? <laughs> <She's> <laughs> I know. If I join the boot camp, I get the whole premise of the planner. And I can create yeah. one. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll get the premise and you'll see how it's all laid out. And, you know, you'll get to that. So it's vision, focus, decision. Yes. And then the decision drives the action and the action drives. And I always have actually manifestation. So few people put the manifestation. They're like, I'm taking the action. Take the manifestation is the end game. Yeah. There's the reason why this whole thing exists, right? Is to get yeah. Yes. And so many people stop at the action and they're like, I'm doing the action. I'm doing the well, action, but well, I'm, yeah. When's the date that you're manifesting it? What's the manifestation date? What's the end game? You know, Where's the fulfillment if you don't manifest it? Do you set the date for that end game? Absolutely. Okay. I've got, I've got a question. Okay. I, I've got to say this. So, so let's say we see this kind of this far off thing. We kind of feel it. And we don't feel that like that, that desire to burn the ships mentality, that full commitment. I'm all in. It's just kind of hanging out there. How do we get rid of that ambiguity and decide, Hey, let's, let's do this thing. Right. Is it, isn't there, isn't there something that's resistance from full commitment? What is that? I don't know if there's an answer. I think, I think number one, it's your literally honing in on your own personal identity and authenticity, because a lot of people, they're a little wishy-washy with that and they don't know who they are inside. They find it, you know, and when you start to define that, you, you're empowered by who you really are. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, trusting in, like we always talk about how truth is, you know, trust is the greatest commodity in the world. So when we're selling and when we're working with clients and yes. my clients, they like, I want them to trust me implicitly. I mean, and, and you can ask my husband, people tell me everything about their lives, everything. And I never tell anybody, including him, like, I'm like, I don't know what it is about me, but people <laughs> just, I'll be getting a massage and the woman will tell me everything about her life. <laughs> Laura, and, Louise, uh, somebody just sent me something yesterday. I'm not, you keep going, but they did this. I did the same thing. They were like, this is how I envision you getting into an Uber. And then when you get out, you're like, okay, now I hope that that works out. And you need to talk to your lawyer about this. And, you know, I love you. Bye. Like, <laughs> tell me everything. And it's like, and then all of a sudden I'm, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm the same way. Yeah. But, you know, I think the problem is that in order for people to trust me, mm -hmm. I actually have to trust me. Right? Exactly. It's an energetic force. Yeah. If I like you that. Yourself. Yeah. To honor your your goals, mm -hmm. to honor your what you're meant for, to honor your own purpose. How the heck can anybody else trust you? Yeah. Right? So yeah. I think, you know, and we deal with both of those things in the boot camp. There's a whole section because you've got to start there. You've got to start with your authenticity, your, you know who your identity really is and then define are you showing up as that identity yes uh, yes because we usually show up as an imposter yes yeah. 
And I've done this myself many times. I mean, I literally worked on Wall Street, uh, you know, for 25 years. And um, I was kind of in, in, a, in the hedge fund industry very early on in the early, early 90s. And there was very few women in that industry. And, you know, my father was a very um, domineering Italian, overprotective Italian father. I am the only girl on both sides of my family. And I am the only girl in my immediate family. We have three male dogs and three sons. So um, no. like, I am in a, in a, uh, a female desert, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's just crazy. There's no women. So, you know, when you were saying earlier, about uh, Jenny and I chatting, chatting. I'm like, whoa, this is like amazing. I get. To I know. I, see, I yeah, grew up the same way. That's Daniel well, was like my sister, <laughs> but he was my brother. I know, but you know, it was just I was nothing but it was nothing but brothers and cousins, male cousins, everybody. You know, I was the one long girl. What was that experience like on Wall Street? How did, I mean, you obviously did pretty well, but 25 years in a male-dominated industry, you had this strong father that, that I'm sure instilled a lot in you, but how, how was it, Laurel Louise? Well, you know, I, I mean, I loved it because I stepped into, I always worked with incredibly smart people, and I, always, I had a great gift of um, being placed in the right rooms in yeah. the early age. I was very lucky in that regard. And I'm so grateful actually to my toughest bosses, to the people, because yeah. that's where I learned the most. I mean, um, my, my toughest boss, I worked for six years and um, and he was like bare bones, like, you know, tough, old world, you know, um, Wall Street, good old boy. Yeah. And he was like the leader of the Wall Street, good old boys, you know, so. Um, <laughs> so he was really tough, but I really learned the most from him. Um, but early in my career, I would say I always wanted to show up being taken seriously. My dad would always be like, "Don't be that, don't be the pretty face in the room, be yeah. the person in the room," which is really hard with the company I was keeping. We were like Rhodes Scholars and Fulbright Scholars, and everyone yeah. went to Harvard and Yale, and you know, um, London School of, of Economics, and you know, you name it. I was in the room with like every senior economist early on in my career. Yeah. Um, household names in that in that arena intimidating you know so but i was always prepared i was always working i was always like trying to learn everything i could and uh think and like really apply myself and it was massive growth during that period right when you put yourself in those uncomfortable positions that's where you have massive growth yeah so important but a part of myself i i really hid away i wasn't i wasn't you know, connecting to my true identity and my authenticity. Um, and I always, you know, I've never worn glasses in my whole life. Now that I'm older, I will sometimes read, use reading glasses, which are 1.5. Okay. But I always had like 2010 vision. And um, I thought, well, I'm going to pull my hair back. Okay. Mm -hmm. and I have, like, these little stud earrings and uh, something like this, right? There you okay. go. <laughs> Hermes scarf that covered here. <laughs> Hermes scarf that covered my neck. Yep. I pull my hair back in a bun and I put glasses on. Yeah. No prescription whatsoever. Um, and uh, it was many years later that uh, I was I was uh, in Switzerland and I had called one of my partners and I said, "Oh, we had the partners meeting. Had that go?" And he goes, "Oh, we were talking about you." And I said, "Oh, that can't be good." And he says, "No, we were wondering if you had a neck." <laughs> they said none of them had what ever do you mean? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I love my my calls those the um the, the frosting shirts. Every single shirt I have 
is like a fluffy shirt. Yeah. Like literally, I and he calls me like the um, the, the icing the icing princess, like because yeah. everything yeah. fluffy ruffles and stuff. And I love yeah. it. It's totally part of my signature thing. I'm in Florida right now, so it's very warm down here. So, um, and I didn't even know I was going to be on today. So that yeah, way, yeah. Well, you that. are. We're so glad that you did. I have to give you something to too, Dan Daniel. I have to put uh -oh. this up for Daniel because you were saying about making yourself uncomfortable, putting yourself in the room, Daniel. I have to say, he he just goes for it. It's like he will put himself in a room. He will ask that uncomfortable question. He'll ask for that meeting, whatever. And I mean, it is it's just worked out for him. I mean, it really has. And so that's what you've got to do. I'm. Yeah. You, that's exactly. one compliment, Daniel. He comes all authentic and so natural. Yes. And um, it just I love that you know you bring your real personality. And for so many years, like when I was in a private conversation, I always bring my real personality. But, you know, if I was doing a delivery to, to something, yes. my presentation and stuff, I never allowed myself, you know, to just be me and yeah. be funny and quirky and crazy like I am, you know. People like that. Oh, yeah. But, you know, when you're the only woman in the room, there's a lot That's of... That's hard. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I was, I was young when I started in, you know, working in this very male-dominated environment and I just felt very intimidated by it and I didn't want to be taken for granted and I didn't want to be just looked at as like you know she's just you know she's just here and she's a pretty face right and, and you know it's changed a lot but you still have these thoughts in your mind when you're I mean I'm sure men feel that way if they're uh, you know at Estee Lauder and 99.9% .9 of the women that are executives are you know, and one man, that man's got to feel a little uncomfortable. I mean, what is he bringing to the table, right? Oh, it's yeah. Not, it, yeah. It does go both ways. And it's not it's not a sexist thing. It's just what happens internally in, in my thought process and in my mindset. And you've got to get to this place where you step out into yourself. And day one is stepping into that authentic self, into your identity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even for people who have come to our boot camp before, we have we have added a lot of new material to it because we yeah. just feel that we just keep, we are always learning and growing. We are always making distinctions and the world is always changing and evolving. So our, what we do for our clients for these boot camps- continue to evolve too. It can't stay stagnant. I mean, it would, so how do you sign up? Where do you go? Magnum uh, Vault? MagnumVault.com. And uh, you know, it's you just sign up and it's easy and it's, it's great. Once you get there, you can even download the background so you can have the background you want and yeah. you know, part of it. You can be in our coffee shop. You can, you know, have the things you want to do if you want to be crushing it. Um, it I think it really just it really just changes the game when you get that kind of inspiration, when you can step into like who you know you're meant for. We, we I would say every single 100 percent of my clients that I've ever worked with, including before I was doing this business, uh, working with portfolio managers around the world, investment advisors, I ran hedge funds. There is not one person I've ever worked with that didn't feel like they were made for more. And like, that's my mission. is Regardless to of where we are. Yeah. You tap in and know you're made for more. See that you're made for more. I, I want to I bring in another comment here. We're running a little bit over, but you know, know what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Diane, uh, bigger staff says, how do, how do you know that you're, how do you how do you know who you really are instead of who you think you are because we often deceive ourselves that's a very good point um you know and i think that really comes from who you are when you're like 
in the mirror. I always say like the man in the mirror. Um, many people, like when they're getting ready in the morning or whatever, these conversations that we have with ourselves, that's total authenticity. We don't BS ourselves. We don't, because we know our own lies, right? We know our own, like, if you aren't showing up as the man in the mirror, I think that's it. If, if, yep. if you've also, and this happened to me, so this might help to clarify for that question. Okay. Where I was very successful in a line of work that I'd done for a long time. And I had a zone of excellence, you know, but uh, one thing happened. My, my dad was um, in real estate development and stuff. And when they moved to Florida, I said, sell your house. I have a big house. Whenever your mom want to come up, it's silly for you to have two houses and just come stay with me when you're working in New York. Yeah. So he was working in New York and I had gotten home really, really late one night. Um, and there were days where I worked 20 hours a day. I mean, it was crazy. And, you know, I had a beautiful family. I had a beautiful homes. I had beautiful cars. I had, you know, I'm very spiritual. I had a great relationship with God. I'm, I have incredible gratitude. I was doing great things for um, my philanthropic um, foundation. Mm -hmm. And my dad said, hey, honey. And I said, yeah, dad. He goes, um, he goes when, when do you find the joy in your life? Ooh. And I'm like, Dad, what do you mean? I'm totally happy. He's like, how happy I am. <laughs> Look how happy I am, Dad. I am. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, you know, when do you just take time to go and listen to some music? Or, you know, when was the last time you went to a Broadway show? Or yes. just went out to dinner that wasn't a business dinner? Or, you know, he's like, when do you, like, we have joy. And I said, no, dad, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm really happy. And he's like, all right, honey, I just want you to think about it. Okay. I'm like, I love you, dad. And he goes to sleep. I go to sleep. It's like literally like 1230 at night. Um, I go to wash up in the sink and I'm like washing my makeup off and I'm washing up. I'm thinking about what he said. Yeah. And honestly, this wave of emotion came over me and I just started sobbing. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. And hit the note. Sure, I was happy in day-to-day -day things. I wasn't living a miserable life. I wasn't depressed. But I didn't ever step into my joy because I never stepped into who I am. Yep. I think uncovering that, we know, I think it does involve a little introspection. You know, yeah. we have a couple of different things that uh, exercises on the first day of the boot camp that really help you to hone into, like, who you are. Because if you've been masquerading as someone for 30 years, Right. Yep. So we often look in the mirror, see ourselves, walk away, and forget what we saw. Well, you know what? You should come, Diane, to our boot camp. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It makes me think of even like you said, you are very spiritual too. That there's that scripture says the foolish man looks at the mirror, he sees a flaw, he doesn't, and he walks away and forgets about it. You know what I mean? Instead of trying to correct it, you right. know, like that. Right. Is so I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Is not going to make you happy, right? Telling yourself you're happy. Uh, it, just like telling yourself there's, you know, there's no weeds in my garden. There's no weeds. Well, the, the weeds are going to take your freaking garden and you got nothing, you know, like it's really about working on it every day. Anything every day. you want excellence in. And, and by the way, having excellence in honoring who you are as a human being, honoring yeah. that authentic self is so critical. Like step into who you are. Let it light you up. It's scary. Yes. But it's also the greatest gift you could ever give yourself. It's the greatest joy you'll ever have. It's the greatest inspiration to step into your mission, your purpose, and get your manifesting. Yes. I truly love it. 
that we all have this amazing purpose and that God has these huge plans for us. And we go, I don't know, God, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and I think like life and business on your terms is so possible for everyone because the second you stepped into who you're supposed to be, your mission, your purpose, and actually let your voice out because so many of us, like we push our voice down. I think if I'm feeling this motivated after our little chat, that I mean, if I were at the boot camp, I might, I might walk on water. Yeah, yeah, you, you <laughs> walk on the coals, Jenny. I'm not gonna say I can't because I. <laughs> I do want to just kind of realize. That. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's like anybody. We're going to get people to rewatch this so that they'll sign up because honestly, I mean, if you're, if I feel this motivated, you know, and and I've been kind of like, you know toying with different things my ultimate big goals for there you year. go i love it and yeah. then now you just push me where you're like you know i'm like okay well i'm, I'm gonna have to make a decision and just so i don't let laura louise down jenny that's what that's what I'm <laughs> i love it now now but about, so important i'm you know just that clarity on who we are you know sometimes we avoid the mirrors that have the bad lighting that means the clarity lighting like you see who you really are yeah, here we need to be in front of, right? Yeah. See who we are, admit to what we see, and then no cognitive dissonance. If I, you know, if we have this dissonance about what we should do, we're not in alignment, that's a big deal, isn't it? It's like, oh, I should be doing this, but I'm not going to do it. To me, that, that a little leaven permits the whole lump, right? Absolutely, yeah. I so, mean, so Joe signed up. Joe, we got it. We got it. <laughs> I am so excited because we love Joe. He's so yeah. no. Yeah. Such an amazing guy. Uh, you had said something, and I just want you to rewind back to what you were saying because I was thinking something, and then, uh, then I got excited. So. I know. I know. <laughs> what did we oh. say? Who said it? You were just saying about um, you know how we show up and, and looking at ourselves. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, so when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, like people think when they're at their lowest – that's the that's the point. I always say, like, when we're doing great, we party, and when things are tough, we ponder. But in my one of my worst moments in my whole life, I remember thinking. Uh, I remember going to sleep at night and washing my face, and I was so distraught. I mean, I was incredibly distraught. It was one of literally the lowest moments in my life, and I remember looking in the mirror, and all of a sudden, it was like it was like matrixy because I could see who I was. And I was mm -hmm. like, no matter what happens around me, it, nobody can take who I am, who God made me to be, who God put me on this planet to serve. And it was like, I get chills thinking about it, just saying it. you're saying it, actually. <laughs> because it is in those moments, if you are struggling, if you're in a place where you don't know what's next, where you don't know how to get out, where you don't know the answers, just look at yourself with tears and all your flaws and just Find yourself in that moment, you know, yeah. and honestly, sign up for this boot camp. I mean, this boot camp is, I, I think it, it really is a game changer for your life because, listen, I, unless, you, you know, you don't need to work. Most of us need to go to work. And why shouldn't we love it? We're spending more than half our lives there. Why shouldn't we be lit up by it? Why shouldn't we be joyful? And by the way, if you're serving at the highest level because you have so much joy, guess what? Your business is growing, you're prospering, your abundance is greater, you go home happier, you can serve better to your family. Everything moves up. Everything yes. moves up. It takes but everything to the next level. 
Yeah. Leveling up in all areas. That doesn't sound like a bad 2023 plan. <laughs> I mean, exactly. let's go big. Why, why? Is that in half the time, right? And then the next half, we're going to yeah. eat. Hey, let's take that half and do another half. Let's do it in three months. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's really funny because uh, like I always say, take that and cut it in half. And then I'm like, well, if I can make other people do that, I should take that and and do it in a in a quarter. Yeah, yeah. That could be part. That could be part that we add to the printed planner. But but I. Great. <laughs> one one last thing. I think it's a good idea to to say what would it take to do this in half the time. What would you know? Where would the hours come from? Yeah. What would I have to do? Would I have to get up early? Like you don't have a choice on that either. You know, just cut off all all excuses. Also, our planner starts at five a.m. And it goes till like nine, like nine p.m. of planning, and Whoa. we put our day into four days. So each day you're going to feel like you get four days. Mm -hmm. Like there is no more time. But guess what? Through our mindset, through our efforts, through our strategic approach to getting planning your magnum opus, you know your great life work. Well, through that, you're you're literally quadrupling your efforts in each day. Like honestly, anything that you do, you're getting. At a minimum, four times, and mm -hmm. I think you're ten xing. Honestly, uh, you know, tenfold. Yeah, and you, yes. You to do the stuff that lights you up, Enrique says. Yeah, and yes. and by the way, you're not working harder. You're just cutting out all the middleman. You're cutting out all the the chafe. You know, you're just taking the wheat, not taking the chafe. And um, I, I really think that you know this is it. But to your point, Jenny, on on my. Um, on my printing the, the Magnum planner. I, <laughs> I don't want to push that, but I've, I've, <laughs> I'm going to get you some pages so you can start printing them out. How's that? Yeah, oh, I would, yes. Hey, I'll send you the weekly and I'll send you the dailies and then you can print out the weekly and then print out the dailies every day. So you can start using it. How's I would that? like to review those Jenny before you, <laughs> but Jenny, you got to come to the bootcamp. Cause I then know. You're You'll learn the program. And by the way, so I wrote, you know, the program to teach. But the reason why we haven't printed it uh, for, you know, outside, you know, member outside purchase is because I need to write the book so that people know how to use it. Because and you don't want them to not. They can get a planner, but then if they don't know how to use the tool, it's like trying to use a hammer to screw in a nail. Exactly. You know? So, you know, my, my thought is like planning your magnum opus, the book. Um, the Magnum Opus Planner, and then, you know, taking the little course and then yeah. literally setting yourself up. Oh, goes, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. just a little part of what we do, by the way. That's just really, we built the Magnum Planner so that you can have the Magnum life. You can yeah. have the Magnum wealth, the Magnum health, the Magnum nation, our community. And then it all starts with your Magnum mindset. You know, yes. because that's what's going to move the needle for you, the, ma the Magnum mindset. Man. Well, you know what? This has been really fun. Yeah. I'm glad that Laura Louise said yes and, and joined us today. This morning, we started in the morning, we finished in the afternoon. How about that? So, hey, uh, I love it. I, this was exactly the little. The little, that, that's right. These are fantastic folks. I actually participated in the last crutching at boot camp. I can say it's good. I wish that I could have been there more, but I couldn't. But I was glad that I went. And I know this one's going to be better because I see them changing and working every single day to and make it as good as they possibly can make it. 
Every and day he tells me, you need to go back, watch this. What He's like, you need to see what, what Enric and Laura Louise are doing, you know? And I mean, so yeah. I love to see it. And, and even the little things, just the little added touches because Enric's one of these people is like, I got to figure out how it works. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, slow down. You're making me feel bad. I know. He's yeah. smart. He is scary smart and he's super. And, yeah, he's focused. Well, just being, you know, constantly improving and never ending improvement <laughs> strategy. And it really does work. But I mean, yeah. we're so happy that we could be here today with you. Guys. I'm so yeah. happy too. Hopefully y'all make it back to the upstate at some point. We can see you in person. We'll be there in February. Awesome. All yes, right. See you hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. Everybody go to magnumvault.com. Thanks, guys. This has been great. Happy New Year. I hope you guys have the best New Year. Get all of your outcomes it's and uh, live life and business on your terms. Cause that's I like it. About, I right? love it. But it's new terms, baby. Let's go. <laughs> all right. See y'all. Bye, Bye, guys. Thanks.